Welcome to Wax Half Full, episode 56. I am your host, Wax, here as always, my co-host, Ads. Also, Mr. Keith, doing it, whatever it is that he does. Ads, how are you doing today? I am good. I'm actually well-rested, despite being hungover. It's incredible, the power of alcohol. You sound good. You were complaining not five minutes ago that your voice was fucked, and now you're just here sounding no, no, completely no, no. fine. What, what happened? I said my throat was fucked from the pollen, and then I gargled alcohol or aka um throat whatever fuck it is and then i had a spoon of honey and now i'm here all right well wash, glad, wash out the glad you solved it glad you solved this so easily all right what else is going on you got any updates on the japan front or are we just still all in limbo it's mega limbo right now um covid's getting pretty bad in oz again so it's a bit of unlucky i did find out just literally 10 minutes ago that the Oz government has changed um, booster requirements and now it's changed from six months to five months. And also I found out that my vaccine has the wrong date on when I did my vaccination. So I've got to fix that as well. But basically, long story short is um, right after January 1st, I can have my booster shot and I'll be f- extra boosted as opposed to just minor, minorly boosted. So that's good. Wax is uh, disappeared, so I'm just going to buy for time. Um, yeah, so basically that's been my life right now. Just trying to... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was muted. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I was, I was muted. I was going to say... I was, look, I was looking at something. I was muted. So, yeah. I, I got my booster last week, and it was like... Yeah, it, it was a thing. And uh, Was it as bad as your you... second shot? Yeah, it was, it was all right. Yeah, I, man, if they tell us to keep getting boosters every six months for the rest of our lives, that's, that's fine. And I don't give a shit. That's... It's no big deal, is it? Yeah, I mean, I didn't feel anything in my second or first shot, so hopefully that, you know, fingers crossed that continues. Yeah. That that powerful, youthful strength, that's what it is. I don't know if it's that, because I've had people um at my age that have just... <laughs> I know somebody got went to hospital after it, but also they're a big baby, so I don't believe them. <laughs> okay. All right, you want to go on to our... Speaking of big babies, you want to go on to our first topic of the day? Yeah, sure. So, um, I think we did this last year because it's been over a year since we started this. But uh, the Grammys are back. Yeah. They're back. And they're as bad as ever. And the nominations are out. And they actually, they've been out for like, I think, two weeks now. Um, we were going to wait until the winner, uh, like tossing up between whether we should do like guesses or we should just wait for winners and re at the shitty winners. But um, thanks to the help of Drake, Grammy nominations are back in the news. <laughs> And we have a reason to talk about him again. Right. So what did Drake do? So yeah, so basically what happened was, obviously the Grammy nominations occurred, I think, two weeks ago. So it's been about two weeks since they came out. Um, and then about a week later, Drake then announced that he would be um, withdrawing his nominations for, I believe he had best single, best record, something like that. And he had best album as well. So best, uh, best rap album, not album of the year. Um, so yeah, that, those were his two nominations. I think it was actually Song of the Year, but whatever. Um, whatever it was, he removed his nominations. People have been discussing that. The, the Grammys have been somewhat controversial for the past couple of years with artists. I mean, I'm sure they've always been that, but I think the biggest artists have really been pushing. Obviously, the most famous one is The Weeknd and his um, argument with the Grammys. But it's not as if this is a new thing. It's always been happening because artists like to read at things that make don't make sense well yeah so i mean we're calling them babies as as a joke but i don't know i feel like public sentiment is more on their side these days and uh it's more it, it does seem like well awards are stupid right that's our starting point yeah but here's the thing right the grammys are like very well founded in in the okay let me let me get this right in the traditional um music system right where like basically what happens is it's it's an awards, but you know by artists or by you know when I say by artists I don't mean literally by the artists I mean the, by the artists um, like you know record companies record labels um, made for those artists basically it's kind of like a gratuitous um, how do I say this without seeming like a dickhead yeah it's a wank fest basically <laughs> like all awards are but this one particularly is a wank fest. 
in the highest order, I'd say. Um, right. Right. So, so, so I, yeah, go. Yeah, no. So, so when artists, so when artists complain about it, though, like they're basically are they're basically complaining about their peers. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, but, but uh, I mean, the, the the thing is, like, artists are good at musicians are good at being musicians. Musicians aren't good at giving awards. Like, that's the entire problem with award shows, right? Or that's the problem with the Academy Awards too. Like, you yeah, know, actors and directors good at making movies, not so good at giving awards to movies. Is as well, I would say. Yeah, I mean, in like other award-related news, the Ballon d'Or was last week, and there was massive uproar over the votes because the way it works in the Ballon d'Or, people don't know, is it gets voted on by journalists from a set amount of countries, right? Um, yeah. And who's to say those journalists actually watch every league or watch any or don't know really anything about soccer? Um, but the same thing yeah. happens here, where a lot of the time, as you can see by the awards that we're going to go through is the biggest artists will get nominations regardless of how good they are. Um, whether they win or not, that's a different story. We'll get into that as well. Um, but yeah, like wait, uh, wait, overall. In, in, order to, in order to vote, like, uh, what's the eligibility? Like, who gets to vote? For, for what? The, the uh, Grammys or Ballon d'Or? The, the Grammys. Um, how do the Grammy nominations? I, I don't actually remember how it works, but I'm pretty sure it works very similar to the Ballon d'Or. Um, in that, you know, there's a group basically what happens is first off how um it works is your record label um asks you like uh do you want to or maybe sometimes actually sometimes they don't ask you that's actually a lie i know of artists that haven't been asked about it and drake is going to be the one who says he wasn't asked about it um which i doubt which i hardly doubt um but basically yeah so um your record label puts it up and then Academy um, members, I don't actually know how you can become a member, but most of those members, as far as I know, and a lot of them are artists, and even artists within that category, like big artists from that category, um, are the ones voting for it, right? right, um, right. And, yeah, so but that makes it pretty, that makes it like significantly uh, different from lots of sports awards, because sports awards, generally, none of them are picked by the actual play, the players, they're, they're picked by journalists in general. Yeah, um, in general, yeah. I mean, there are like pl- voted best player by people, yeah, right? Yeah, Those kind of awards. Yeah, the EPL does have like the what is it, the Players Association Award? Like, yeah, the, they the come players out in the year or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does happen. Um, it's more rare, I guess. And that's not to say everybody there is an artist. Some of them are just you know like heads of record labels or high up, high up uh, members of record labels. But overall, I think that's how it works. Um, you're, there's supposed to be like a listening session where they like get into it, uh, like listen to a bunch of some album songs. I don't know how much effort is put into that. And then, but it does seem inherently impossible to be good at doing this because there's how many, how many awards are there? There's like, there's like 50 there are across like awards. a a gazillion, a gazillion genres. And the number of nominees each year is there's like hundreds of nominees. So yeah, it, it used you know, to be even five, if, but now it's, I think it's gone up. Yeah, and even if these people are technically, you know, they're, they're professional engineers, professional, you know, artists, professional performers, like they're all supposed to be people who are at the top of their crafts and they should be listening to a lot of music for inspiration, or maybe I don't know. Th- theoretically, yes, they should. But, practi- but practically speaking, like, yeah, there's no fucking way they listen to all of this shit. So some of these awards are just gonna be what purely reputation, right? Or purely what they heard from critics, purely what they heard from other people. Like, like they didn't. Not all of these are founded on like very informed opinions, no matter, yeah, no matter what we sure. want to believe. I mean, they, they do. I, I I'll give them credit. You know, before I shit on the Grammys um, for the next twenty minutes, they do yeah. have a a lot of. Um, they do understand this. I guess this usually, at least for the for the major awards, they understand the scope of the genres that they're voting on, and they will have one or two. You know what you, what you would call outsiders. They're never going to win these outsiders, by the way. I just want to let everyone know they're just nominees purely to say, "Hey, we're the Grammys, and we understand that." Um, you know, say like in the 2013 or whatever, trap music is big, so let's have it like a trap music artist for you know album of the year. But they're not going to win, but like we'll have them there. Uh, but they do understand those kind of um, trends in the music scene, and they pay homage to those trends in the scene pretty well. Some people would say, despite that, they don't actually pay homage to the people who deserve it, which is a whole other issue. Um, you know, we'd say yeah. like industrial hip hop, 
where they picked the super meta industrial hip hop rather than the the guys who are really br- like groundbreaking in the field. But that's another yeah. Question. It does it does seem interesting because it's these people they're not incentivized to vote for what they like the most. They're incentivized to try to figure out hey what was the most important music this year by public consensus. So they're not even like voting for what they personally like. They're they're trying to vote for some sort of abstract idea of what's the most important, what's the correct vote, which is you know completely subjective, and it's a giant groupthink kind of kind of thing. So yeah, it's yeah, just, just fucked. Yeah, well that that's not um that's not exclusive to the Grammy Awards. It's it's you know um it happens with all award systems. Some award systems do it better than others, but overall, I don't really have an issue with the way the Grammys are like voted on and picked. Um, and if an artist is reading about that, join join the Grammy, join as a Grammy uh, as a an Academy member and fucking vote on your own shit. Like, we obviously, you're not allowed to vote on your shit, but like, change be the change that you want to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think anyway. like a lot of artists do read about it without understanding actually how the Grammys work. Yeah. Well, you said you wanted to to shit on the Grammys for twenty minutes. I think you did. You did the same shtick last year. So, is this? Are you going to complain about? Uh, this year's nomination specifically, or are you going to complain about the awards in general? All right. So first, I'm just going to pull out the Drake thing because I want to get that out of the way. Um, Drake right, withdrawing his nomination. So according to Drake, as far as I can tell, he says that you know he doesn't want to support the Grammys. Whatever, whatever. Let me find out his exact quote here. Um, yeah, I don't think he said anything this time, but there's older quotes that you can go by. Yeah. Um, so basically he has some like hate towards the the Grammys. He's like some, somewhat saying, you know, like weekend, yada, yada. Um, okay. So he did make a comment, but essentially, so he was, he was one of the five nominees for best rap album for certified lover boy. Don't know how the fuck he got nominated for that terrible album and for best rap song for his song, way too sexy featuring future and young thug. Again, terrible song. I don't know the fuck he got it. Um, my opinion is Drake did this because. He wasn't going to win, first off. There were, there's zero chance he was going to win. Uh, and secondly, it puts him back in the news at a good time for him, you know, like to push the album cycle even more. He's like, hey. And it makes him seem as if, you know, he's fighting the power. I don't know how Drake, even in his album, he's like, oh, all the haters, they're just, they're hating on me. But don't worry, guys. I do better when my back's against the wall. It's like, dude, you're the most popular rap artist in the world. Like, how is your back against the wall? And it, this is like him keeping to adding to that, like that credo, that like rep of his, like, oh, I'm so, you know, I'm against the system, you know, like, let me just um, remo- withdraw my Grammy nomination that I didn't know about, even though like I'm the biggest artist and have the biggest pull. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, woe is me. I mean, I, I feel like that's sort of the, the trick of, of so much art. Like, like, why do people like loud metal, death metal, that's what, like, like all those guys are multi-millionaires. It reminds me of like that famous Calvin and Hobbes comic where it's where it's like, no, actually, even all these uh, these rebel rock stars are actually gazillionaires who are just selling you the idea of, of rebellion, and they're not actually uh, any, anything like that. So, I I, don't, I wouldn't put it on Drake. I, I think that's just the the nature of the art. Yeah, sure, sure. But I mean, like at the same time, the way he's like um, portraying himself here is just like it's. I guess it's facetious in a similar way, but I think it's just over the top. Like, I think it's better for Drake personally. I'm fine with, especially in hip hop, right? Like, hip hop allows you to be braggadocious, right? Like, it's it's not a genre that's like, yo, we need to, you know, fuck the system. Although there is an aspect of that, fuck the system. It's also very braggadocious. You know, um, Drake himself loves going on records and talking about how much money he has, all the cars he owns, how many houses he owns. Um, and then he like if you're gonna do that, you can't then go say, "Woe is me, my back's against the wall. I'm doing it tough as an art." Like, no, just fucking have take your Grammy nomination, take your fucking ill like a man, because you know you're gonna get taken ill because your fucking album was trash and you only got it pick nomination because you and Future were big names and that's the only reason you guys got on it. Take the fucking ill, stop being a bitch. That's my opinion. Wow, good, good, very uh, concise advice. Do you tell your students that sometimes? I tell them sometimes you got to take the L. Yeah, I do. I say sometimes you just got to fucking lose. You just got to fucking, you just got to, you just got to get shit on. You got to fail sometimes. But not the last, not the last part. Well, which what was my last part? Stop being a bitch. You said, yeah. yeah. No, I'll say that as well. I don't give a fuck. 
Oh, are, are you now? Are you? Okay. Dude, what, I, what are, what are I'm, you? I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm finished. I'm retired from teaching. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you, oh, are you 100% done now? Yeah, I'm 100% done. I'm going to go in on Thursday, just say goodbye to everybody. But now I'm done. Okay. Right. It's going to be a polite goodbye, or are you going to burn some bridges on your way out? I do love a, a good b- uh, bridge burning, but um, there is a chance, you know, like um, I don't leave in January. I might need a job for a bit. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, is, that is why you went to the union rally, just, just in case. Yo, don't even get me started on that union rally. We got fucked over after, right after it. The government just announced like 30 hours of mandatory training in the last week of school. Right after that. Yeah. Like legit two days after the um, union rally. Hmm, I wonder why. Yeah. Com- complete coincidence, right? Yeah. So, oh, so go back to the, the Drake thing, though. Like I agree that it seems whiny, but I don't think it's inconsistent. It, like it, it works with the persona. It's I'm so successful, and all of you are haters because you're jealous of my success. Like it's all of that 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 package. It's that's completely consistent. I think. I think it all works cohesively. It's just annoying, but I don't think it's there's anything like hypocritical about it. Sure, you could you could take that opinion, but I I don't think the the root thing is it's annoying and it's not very yeah, it's believable. Annoying. I think it's pretty believable. I, I think that, like in my experience, like look, uh, if you see how famous and uh, famous rich people—not necessarily rich, but like just famous people who are in the public eye—behave, they they generally tend to overemphasize on the criticism and negative aspects of it. That's and I think that's not like a personality defect. That's probably just human nature. So, I I I, I, can, I can understand why they're that way. Yeah. Um. Like uh, to give a to give an example of somebody who had a very similar you know, I guess popularity skew and also actions is Eminem, right? Like Eminem was the most popular artist in the world selling more records than yeah, anybody exactly. else, but he still he's, had he's the, the biggest, bad. Yeah. But also the biggest example of like a guy who's selling rebellion, even though he's the most mainstream, like corporate artist ever in, in, yeah, in yeah. certain sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, obviously, one, one eventually, eventually he lost it, right? Like eventually, like right now, I can't listen to an Eminem song and believe what like his anger. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he just grew out of it. I think like the reform era, you know, recovery era. I don't know if that was the problem. Or it was just like you got too old. Yeah, or the gimmick got too gimmicky. Um, but yeah, I can't... the thing he got old, and he he stopped having like actual fantasies about killing his ex wife, and that's when he lost his edge. Really, yeah. So he lost his edge, but he at the time, you know, being the you know highest selling artist, he's still being extremely edgy. But his whole music's around being edgy, right? Like that that was the whole shtick. Like his music's edgy, you know. It's like, oh, I, you know, I want to kill my ex wife. Oh, what if I shot this dude? Or, oh, what if I just, you know, um, I'm not gonna get to other ones, but there's a lot of questionable content that Eminem has made. But overall, it's a believable, um, I guess, character arc. Whereas I don't know if uh, Drake has the same. I don't know. I just hate Drake. I just, I just hate Drake. Okay, yeah, I, I feel like that's what it boils down to. Because, if it boils like, down to, I hate Drake. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure if there was much of like an objective argument behind this because, like. Like, I, I don't hate Drake, but I can see why he's annoying. But I don't. I, I wouldn't go as far as hate. Anyway, let's let's go on to the actual nominations and okay. uh, you, you know what? Yeah, yeah c- complain all all you wish. The floor is yours. All right. Um, I'm not gonna go through the fucking random ones that I just don't have an opinion on. Um, so I'm not gonna care about those. I'm just gonna go through the main ones that I actually have an opinion on, and that I've I listen to those genres semi frequently at the very least. Uh, so let's go through the most important ones. First off, rec- record of the year, which is somehow different to album of the year. But anyways, um, <laughs> record of the year, we've got I Still Have Faith in You by ABBA, Freedom by John Batiste, uh, I Get a Kick Out of You by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Peaches by Justin Bieber, Right on Time by Brandy Carlisle. I've not even heard this song. I'm going to assume it's a country album. Um, Kiss Me More by Doja Cat. Um, featuring Caesar. Oh, sorry, these are songs. That's why Montero, "Call Me by Your Name," Lil Nas X. I'm such an idiot. Driver's License. You read by the wrong category. Rodrigo. I was, yeah, I was right. thinking. Leave the door open by Silk Sonic. Um, surprised Silk Sonic got a mention. I mean, in my opinion, the, right. the the winner here has to be Montero. Um, I would be fine if something like you know, I, I think the, the the edgy vote. Sorry, the correct vote, or at least the most mainstream idea vote, is Montero. Um, the edgy vote or like the, Ooh, look at this is Olivia Rodrigo to win. Um, I don't think that sounds very good. 
Uh, actually, I don't think Olivia Rodrigo is that good. But obviously, I'm not her target Margaret, so what the fuck does it matter if I think she's good or not? Is that the song? Um, is that the song she had to like? Uh, she got sued for plagiarism, and has she? Th- is that the one or was the other one? She had a few. I don't know. I, I'm I'm asking you guys because I I I know she had some. Plagiarism I know channels. I know Keith is a big Olivia Rodrigo fan. He can jump in here. Uh no, that's Skitter, First of all, <laughs> uh, but no, I don't think Driver's License was the song. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it'd be weird if they would nominate that because the the national whatever of recording artists they they do seem like a group that wouldn't reward a song with that kind of scandal. Like they would intentionally make you pick a song that's like scandal free. Probably. I think it was good for you. Is it the one that sounded like a Paramore song? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it wasn't this one. Um. Anyway, so. So are, are there any nominations you see that are just bullshit, or you feel like you're just rolling your eyes at? Um, sure. I think it's it's which one, the Olivia Rodrigo one? No, no, from from rec- from like record of the year. Like, which ones are you just like, like rolling your eyes at? I think the Abba one is just uh, hey, Abba's back. Let's just chuck him in here. I don't think they have a chance of winning it. I, I thought the Silk Sonic nomination was decent. Um, the 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 um Justin Bieber one was just like what the fuck i don't know what the fuck anybody's who's listening to justin bieber nowadays can even think that's a good song um yeah so i'm hopeful if i was to round this out not many like controversial ones here because it's record of the year and they don't really stray too much from the script for record of the year but yeah montero i'd be fine if kiss me more by doja cat and scissor wind um and i'd be fine if something like uh, uh, i don't really know about the rest of them Definitely, I don't want the, the Justin Bieber song to win. Um, the rest are like, whatever. Don't care. Okay, the so Bieber I should song... point out that uh, it's not record of the year and album of the year that are duplicates. Like, quote-unquote duplicates. It's, one it's record of the year right? and song of the song year. Song of the year. Sorry, that's what I meant. Record of the year. Because record of the year is for the artists and the producers and stuff like that. It's like a production award. Song of the year is for the songwriters. Okay. All right, that's why it has all the producers in it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, fine, whatever. Yeah, like I said, Montero should win it. Um, if, you know, I had a second choice, it's probably going to be Kiss Me More. Um, I thought you were going to complain. You, you're giving me, like, straight-up takes. You said you're going to shit on the Grammys. This is my my complaint section. My complaint section is to when we get to hip-hop and alternate music. What the fuck does that mean? All right, all right, all right. I'm just going to quick like run through the rest, okay? Uh, album okay, of the okay. Year, We Are, John Patiste, Love for Sale, Tony Bennett, Get Lady Gaga, Justice by Justin Bieber, Ill, um, Planet Her, Deja Cat, eh, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, eh, Back of My Mind, Her, no, it's not even top three, Her album. Her, I don't know why Her is such a um, Grammy favorite, like they seem to love her, like she seems like such a critic darling, I don't really understand why. I don't think she's that good, to be honest. Um, I think there are a lot better artists in her yeah, scene. Um, Montero by Lil Nas X. Woo, let's go, Montero. Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. They're going to give her nominations for everything. Evermore by Taylor Swift and Donda by Kanye West. Um, I think the clear choice again, you know, I think, I think realistically, I think Lil Nas X should be cleaning up here. Um, Montero is my clear choice um, for a number two. <sighs> You know, I don't know. T Swizzle, let's go T Swizzle. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a second choice. I think the the choice is clear here. Montero. Okay. I I have no strong opinion whatsoever. Like I know these I know these artists' names. I don't think I've listened to like more than five five of these songs. So. Rico. Yeah. All right. Song of the year. Bad habits. Um. Fred Gibson. Edgeyren. Uh, yeah it's mostly the same yeah it's mostly the same as the beautiful other noise driver's license fight for you happier than ever kiss me more leave the door open montero peaches and right on time and you heard a lot of these songs i'm not gonna bother montero wins again um yeah montero let's go let's go montero i'm for montero um best new artist are, are you for montero because you think it's a good song or you just think like of these nominations it's the most like the one that'll offend you the least I think it's a really good song, first off, like in general. Um, and I think all the rest are garbage, so I'll take that. All right, then. All right, then. <laughs> um, good, best new artist. I'm not going to go through all of them because I don't know half of them. Um, I think 
I think Japanese breakfast. Uh, sorry, I think Olivia Rodrigo is gonna win. Um, definitely, like, there's no way she doesn't win this. Like, okay, the others were like bait votes to like up her nominations numbers so she looks good in uh in her career. Um, but Japanese breakfast wins this by far. Uh, sorry, so Olivia already... Rodrigo wins this by far. But I'd like Japanese breakfast to win it. I already know Japanese Breakfast because I made fun of the singer for writing essay about her dead mother. Her dead mother, I very very callously made fun of it. So that there it is. Just wanted to put that out there. All right. Wait, did we do? Wait, wait, did I did I do that on the pod or was that in the chat? I, I can't remember. Did we do episode on that? I, I think yeah. we mentioned well, Japanese Breakfast at some point. Okay. Well, just just, just to. Yeah, maybe maybe we did talk about it on the pod. But to just remind you, the the lead singer, Asian American, she wrote a very well received essay, which eventually became a best selling book about her mother dying of cancer and how uh, she has memories of going to H Mart, the Korean market, with her mother during her childhood. So she went again after she passed, and she cried about it, and she, and she cried in the H Mart. I think it was called "Crying in H Mart." That was the title of the essay. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the beyond emotions, like, I, I just thought that the emotions were real, but also I thought it was like such a cliched art form to write that in, like, 2019, I think was when she wrote it. It's, like, it's connecting my my ethnic parents' food to my identity and emotions or whatever. I, it's just such a fucking, like, cliched art form. Like, I, I just can't like anything that's written that way, no matter how genuine it is. Like, I just can't. That's probably, that probably is a bigger pop with me than the writer, but there it is. Yeah, so if you want to listen to Japanese breakfast music, you can do that, or you want to read their essays. Yeah, if you want, to, if you want to buy her book, I, I think it's called "Crying in H Mart." Let me, let me look it we up. have, do we have a discount code? Uh, no, we do not. Crap. But, Why uh, are you doing free, free publicity? Well, you know, you know, I, I made fun of her for having, for like being vulnerable about her emotions, you know, and I, I feel like the least I could do is tell her to go read her book at least. Okay, um, Japanese breakfast. If you guys want to. Contact us for a book deal discount code. Let us know. Yeah, All right. I, I I'm a little bit sorry about making fun of you, but whatever. Um, best pop solo performance. I think I'm just gonna go quickly through. Happy than ever by Billie Eilish will probably win. Maybe Olivia Rodrigo wins this, but probably not. Best pop duo performance. Uh, duo slash group performance. I would love it if um Kiss Me More by Doja Cat and Scissor wins. And I don't care about the rest of these, so I'm just gonna skip them. Yeah, go, to, go to complaining. On to the complaining. Right. Let's go. On to the complaining. Um, was I just gonna scroll down? Okay. Rap, uh, rap, rap, rap. Here we go. Here we go. Um, for best rap performance, we have "Family Ties" by Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar. Every love, everybody loves this song. I hate this song. I find it very annoying. Um, I don't think it's one of Kendrick's best. I feel like people are just so starved of Kendrick that any amount of Kendrick was going to be good enough for them. Um, I'm not a fan of the song, to be honest. Um, Up by Cardi B. It's just a meh song. It's just, you know, fo- follows the Cardi B formula well, but it's not anywhere near as catchy as the rest of her song. My Life by J. Cole featuring 21 Savage and Moray. Keith goes um wild in the background. And Thought Chip by Megan The Stallion. These are... Pretty shitty nominations, not gonna lie, but I'll, I'll go with Thought Ship by Megan the Stallion. Um, I think these are like just garbage nominations. I, uh, you know, what? I should have actually gotten some some other ones to point out, but okay, yeah, sure. So, so what, what does it? What does this reveal about the tendencies of the uh, the voting nomination, like that that group? I mean, it just shows okay who's popular, who, who's like relatively popular. Um, and uh, the, uh, the reason this has four, I think, is because, um, uh, Drake pulled out, right? So they had, okay, let's ignore Baby Came here because he doesn't get this unless Kendrick's on this. Um, but I got Kendrick, Cardi B, J. Cole, Megan The Stallion, and Drake, right? So we got five of the biggest artists in, in, in the, um, industry. N- none of this really is like pushing the boundaries of hip hop, I guess. Um, I would have loved to have seen... Um, this is like a very out there, um, nomination, but I would have, I would have loved to have seen a, um, a nomination somewhere. I don't actually, I haven't looked at them all, but, um, love to have seen a JPEG Mafia nomination. I would have loved to have seen more industrial hip hop nominations. I think industrial hip hop's 
really been growing for the past three, four years. And I don't think the Grammys are really onto that wave. I think the Grammys in general are pretty slow to um, to new waves of hip-hop anyways. They're a bit faster in terms of other things. Um, but yeah, I think they could have done a lot better with that with that nomination uh, nomination list. Um, so really, the whole the whole rap one just kind of is shitty and there's like one clear winner and the rest is like, yeah, well, we need to get names in here. So let's do that. All right. Keith, any thoughts on that category? Uh, yes, but my, it's kind of a bigger issue than, uh, just the rap categories. And it's because, um, the Grammys are a, like specifically an American award show. Um, the same way that the, the Oscars were for a long time, they're trying to not be, as much anymore but um outside of like the two like global awards that they have they're like specifically a uh that's the latin category as well yeah um they're like specifically like an american um award show so it means that like uk artists and uk rappers and stuff like that don't get any don't get any shine from the grammys um, so there's no expectation of a Little Sims nomination, even though she would wipe the she would sweep the whole category as far as I'm concerned uh, this year. But um, it's actually a, a bigger question that I had because I don't think there is like a glo- a major global music industry awards show. No. Nope. There's the, the UK have their own award shows as well, um, but I don't think there is one. Or at least if there is one, it's not a, it's not very popular. Yeah, because yeah, the Oscars are like. Go ahead. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, what's the UK version of uh, of the Grammys? I don't even know. Did, did Lil Sims clean up there? I don't know if they're out yet. I haven't looked at the um, um, but they called what are they called again? Um, they called the, the Brits. Brit Awards. The yeah. Brits. There's another one as well. There's one more. But yeah, um, apparently it's already been done. Let me check. Um, but yeah, so I was because I was like the the so the Oscars are very American for the most part, but the Golden Globes and the BAFTAs they're like the Golden so the Globes are American and international, and the BAFTAs are British and international, and they're major awards that cover that like span the globe as far as the film industry goes and then the emmys have a bunch of different versions of their own awards um, yeah, i just want to say lil sims did not win any category yeah in britain oh well in britain she was nominated for a few but she did not win there's just uh i feel like there needs to be a major like global music awards um sure but i think like it's even harder to do those. Like, I, I, I feel like the Grammys and the Brits have more, we call more um, legitimacy because they focus on those one sections. And I feel like people are going to get even more angry when you get to that global thing, and it becomes like, like the the, the most the highest you know streamed artist is um what's his name Bad Baby right, and ha- half the people in the West wouldn't be able to tell you who the fuck that is if they hadn't already read um Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, sorry, what did I say? Bad baby is the catch me outside girl. Yeah, I always mix them up. <laughs> <laughs> I always mix them up. It's actually crazy. Um Bad yeah, Bunny. Yeah, yeah, but most people would be struggling to tell you a single bad bun and now I'm mixing them up. Bad bunny song. So like it's like kind of things like that. Um where how do you get legit you're already struggling for legitimacy as a UK or US focused um, awards. I don't know how you can get legitimacy in an even broader sense. No, we 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 can't have more international awards. Like we can't let K-pop win more things. Just just keep it American. Like, we, we just I mean, it's things. still it's still a like an American jury. Just the nominations are going to be opened up. 
Dude, once like the Grammys have a K-pop category, like whatever legitimacy they they had very little already, but it it just it's it's over. It's it's just not an award anymore in my mind. It's ha- it's gonna happen, and you know it, it's gonna happen. I agree. They're gonna add a K-pop category, and and once that happens, it's just just no no credibility whatsoever. Credibility whatsoever. The joke is here that they never had it. Um, all right, I'm done with the Grammys. Fucking. All right. That's all I had. Well, I, I do want to say that Don is a good album, but it shouldn't have been recommended. It should have been nominated. You shouldn't be able to be no, nominated good. for an album that has ten songs out of filler. And I was less uh, complaining than I imagined. I can't complain until I see the winner. Like uh, at that point, like well, then I can read that Montero doesn't win. Oh, damn! BTS actually did get a nomination. God, they, they, it's they, just, they, uh, ah, it's just it's all downhill. I mean. There's there's not much further to go to hit rock bottom if they're not already there, but we're we're, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Uh, okay, so any last comments about the Grammys, Keith, or uh, are you still married to this international awards idea? No, uh, I don't know. I I I just I don't really get how the Grammys decide who gets nominated. Right, like, so it's it's an American industry award, for sure, but like, until a few years ago, Adele was a UK artist. Yeah, but yeah. She she's like all over the Grammys, but like, I know, I mean I know they hate UK rappers. I mean, and I'm yeah, not they saying hate UK he deserved he deserved like a win or anything, but like. Stormzy was a huge name and like would never get any. But was he a huge name in the the US though? That's what I always ask. I feel like he's only a huge name to people who already enjoy UK rap. Like, I I feel like for some reason, for for one reason or another, UK rap is kept in like this bubble Um, by hip hop. Like, it's like, oh, that's UK rap. Or, oh, that's, you know, like. I don't know why. Like a lot of the music is very similar, right? Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think Stormzy was big enough. I mean, the other example is you know Coldplay or something like that, right? Where if you hit like big enough numbers, eventually like it doesn't matter that you're a UK band. You're now an international band, right? Um, or international yeah. artist rather. Uh, so that could happen, but I don't think Stormzy was big enough, you know, um, to, to like reach that. He was like on the precipice, but he wasn't big enough to like push that. Um, and I feel like there were enough big, big American artists that, you know, t- to beat them, you have to not just do as well as them. You have to do as well and even better than them kind of thing to even get a nomination. Yeah, I feel that. But the only way you're going to change it, because I don't know how you get somebody to actually do that well, is you just have to throw somebody a bone. Just throw Stormzy a nomination and then, you know, everybody will... Uh, hop on board the the train. We have to start with the nominate. You can't start with the numbers. You have to start with the nomination. Yeah, sh- mm-hmm. but that's not how it works, I guess. But yeah, we're good. Okay, uh, Keith, do you have any? Um, do you have any? Speaking of awards, do you have a rant or do you have anything to say about the video game awards that happened last weekend? Uh, I I mean, the only thing that I can say is, uh, it takes two one game of the year and it's the only game of the year nominee that i played and it's an incredible game is that the one where you like ragdolling where you're what it's a very ragdoll um i know you're like two dolls i know which one yeah it's a co-op game yeah Mm -hmm. uh so the reason that it's notable um is because uh hazelight the dev studio I forget the guy's name, but like the the leader of that studio, he uh, several years ago he was at the Game Awards, and he like went sort of viral for like cussing on camera and being like super energetic and like off the walls, um, and he was announcing his game at the time called The Way Out. It was an in the similar vein that it takes to a co op game, um, split screen the whole way through. Uh, whether you're um, playing, I think that one had online. I don't remember. It takes two as online. Um, yeah. but it's, it's basically like it's a it's a split screen co op game the whole way through. 
Um, and so years later, after he showed up a couple more times, I believe, uh, over the last few years. Um, and then so he went from being like a nobody who was like semi-viral from his appearance at the Game Awards. And then a few years later with his second game, uh, they won Game of the Year at the Game Awards. So it's a feel-good story in that regard. All right, and you have you have no objection to it winning because I guess you did say you didn't play anything else. So yeah, it was the really only. Judge. I don't remember what the other nominees were other than Deathloop, which is the one that I thought was going to win. Uh, it yeah. also had the most nominations across the show at nine. The nominees were Resident Evil Village, It Takes Two, Psychonauts Two, Metroid Dread, Deathloop, and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, so a lot of those I feel like like Ratchet and Clank and Metroid Dread great but i i didn't for some reason i didn't see them winning um game of the year resident evil village maybe uh it feels like all of these games kind of just came and went um i feel like all the games kind of came and went this year yeah i've honestly forgot that any of these games came out this year i feel like i thought resident evil village came out so long ago at this point (laughs) And I'm going to be honest, until I saw the nominations for uh, Psychonauts 2, one, I didn't know it came out, and two, I didn't know people liked it. It has an 89% on Metacritic. People like it. Yeah. Though. Apparently, it's really good. I like. I legit had no idea it even released until yeah. I saw the award nominations. Well, I play Psychonauts 1, so I, I refuse to support Psychonauts 2. What? Why? So, is that... Uh, so Psychonauts 1 was one of these games that back before the torrent days, back before the Steam days, I had kept hearing about through like, you know, websites and forums about, oh, this is the one of the best games ever. This is revolutionary. This is like taking narrative storytelling to the next level. So I kept hearing about it. So I actually tracked it down somehow. I don't, I think I mail ordered it. I got a CD in the mail so I could play it and I played it and it was fine. And I, and I was really angry that I, people had overhyped this thing so much to me that it's a game that's nearly just good it's not the best game ever like i remember at the time like so many publications said this is made this might have been like they were literally saying this could be the best video game ever which is just completely ridiculous so now i, I just hate psychonauts like I, maybe two is better maybe two actually fulfills its promise but uh nope that that disappointment i'm gonna carry it i'm gonna carry that grudge i think i feel that way about every tim schafer game i feel like i don't understand where the praise comes from for any of his games, including like, um, it's cause we're game. It's cause we're gamers and critics are not gamers. Critics are critics. They're the fucking worst. I guess like brutal legend gets like, a, a it's considered like super underrated, terrible um, game and then terrible fucking game. And then there's like the old ones that are like a little before my time like secret of monkey island day of the tentacle grim fandango full throttle those the their 90s ones that yeah, are probably the... like the reason why everybody still loves tim schaefer or whatever but i just like yeah. psychonauts brutal legend broken age like i yeah i don't, grim really fandango I don't know was another was another game that when it came out people were calling it like best game of the best game ever and i was like it's a good game like that's all i can really say about it like it's not the fucking best game ever like jesus christ yeah, like I think Double Fine is perfectly capable as a developer, but I don't, I don't know, I don't get the the Tim Schafer circle jerk. Yeah, neither do I. He's a person who makes good but not great games. Good for you, man. All right, uh, let's move on to our next topic. Wow, we have spent so much time. I think we're gonna get to all of them. What what do you, what do you want to move on to, ads? Um, I want to do. The weed mascots one. We gotta do that one. All right. Yeah, I, I wanted to do the viral restaurant thing, but there's actually a lot of reading, and I don't, I don't think adds to any of it, so it might be I, hard to. I, I did not. Yeah, it actually requires like ten minutes of reading for you for you to get to it. So maybe we'll yeah, do that next week. I did not do that. We'll do that next week. Yeah, sure. All right. So, uh, ads has been talking about his grand plan about when he goes to Japan, how he'll get into the idol industry because you know Japan famous. Or maybe infamous for creating really bad idol groups to promote various I- ideas. Like, what, what do we have? Like, uh, yeah, the, um, mothering support mothers. Yeah, mothers literally supporting support- mothers. Ch- yeah, and it wasn't even a it wasn't even a female group. Although I don't know if it would be better or worse with a female group, but it was a male idol group 
that was like supporting changing nappies, you know, being, you know, good mothers. I don't know if I can understand it. Right. And we also talked like a couple of weeks ago about how uh, the various hot springs, the onsen, were being represented by anime characters. But we actually overlooked probably the thing that Japan is most famous for in terms of this kind of weird local marketing, the one that's been around forever. They really love creating mascots for, for yep. everything. So whether or not these these mascots actually have like a costume that someone wears around, like that doesn't always happen, but at least like having like a caricature of like your local, I don't know, it could be apples, it could be like fish, it could be like, it could just be like a product, like, you know, we make interesting, like, like traditional slippers. They'll just turn like anything into a mascot and try to use that to sell their, their locality in, in tourism. So anyway... All that goes to say that is I, I found a couple of them that were very, very strange. And uh, man, I, I just realized we're doing a visual medium joke through through a podcast. So. That's okay. That makes it even funnier. <laughs> All right. So as your obsession is, for some reason, selling the shiitake mushroom, I, don't, I have no idea why. Like, wh- I don't know why you want to do so much with shiitake mushrooms. Is it your favorite mm-hmm. mushroom? It is my favorite mushroom, but also it was just, I, w- I just use it as an example, but depending on where I am, I'm always going to, I'm going to rep, rep the area, you know? So like, wherever that be, I haven't actually found out okay. what Tatebayashi is famous for and what Gunma is famous uh, Okay. So, so sadly enough, the shiitake mushroom already taken. All, already, you know, your idol group idea has been preempted. There is a mascot that represents the region. I mean, I guess it's not mutually exclusive. I guess you can have the mascot and the idol group, but I feel like this is a little bit infringing on your ground. It is a shiitake mushroom with pears for ears, which I don't fucking understand at all. What, what do you think about this mascot? Well, that, that's, that's, I, I, first off, his name is Nashita, and Nashi is um pear, and then Shita, you know, is short for shiitake. Um, okay, I think he looks like shit. Like this is garbage. Yeah, look. So, so the thing is that I've learned with Japanese um, mascots is the shitter they look, the more people like them. And it's actually a contest for looking shit. And looking shit is a positive in Japanese co- okay. culture for, for mascots. For mascots. For mascots. mascots. Not looking like shit not, as a person. Not for your idol group, though. Or, no, or maybe yeah. we're on to something. Wait, wait. You, you think this is like an idea? It could be. It could be. I'll, I'll um, do some uh, focus grouping of our yeah. idea. The reason why like the shitty mascots are popular is because there's an inherent sense of irony. People are like, oh, this is so weird and dumb. We love it because it looks dumb. You think you could do that with an idol group where it's like, it's just the shoddiest idol group ever? Or like everyone's bad at singing and their dancing is kind of shitty? Yeah, yeah, I think think that would work as like a meme group, but you'd have to be selling something meme as well. It would be like that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be like that guy. Remember that guy on the uh, the Russian guy on the Chinese Idol show who really didn't want to be there, and people kept voting for him to stay on because they 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 loved how miserable he was. Yeah, that's not that. that. Because he's half-assing all his performances. So so maybe that's an idea. Maybe like instead of going for like an actually good idol group, you could you could start one with like just whoever really like such a local group. We should be marketing our pod in Japan. Shitty pod. Yeah. Let's go big. Anyways, uh, uh, the shittiest. Okay, the, the shittiest shit pod. Please watch. Um, yeah. on it. Go. Anyways, um, the other one was this is my favorite one. Actually, we go for you. Comboin. It's a piece of kelp in a bikini, and it's exactly what you think it looks like. Um, there's no effort to this, um, which promotes kombu seaweed from Kushiro City. In Japan, um, komboin is a pun. Um, kom comes from the kombu, and then boin is like a, a onomatopoeia, I guess, for big boobs. And that's what this kelp has: big boobs. And it just doesn't look pretty. It doesn't look good. It just looks like you slapped a big, like a pair of anime titties on a turd, a piece of shit. But it's kelp. I can't tell if this is like hilarious or kind of creepy it, it really it just it straddles the line between being like funny and just being like this is weird as fuck ayo as a vegetarian who uses kombu to make stock um soup stock a lot um kombu's hot man kombu's fucking hot mm. it is I, I i also noticed that for some reason they only gave her a bikini top she's not doesn't have, not wearing a bottom 
look. Uh, Am I thinking I too hard about it? I don't know why you're thinking that um, human morality is going to be applied to a to a piece Did of. Did they put a vagina on her? <laughs> no, I think. Then I think it's supposed to be a belly button. Doesn't even have legs. Oh wait, she does have legs in the costume. I know. She's she has le- Yeah, she has arms and legs. No, she doesn't have legs in the she photo does. though. No, no, no even the mascot photo, has she... legs. No, no, it doesn't have legs. Look at it. Look at the other photo. I, I do like how she very explicitly has a belly button. You need a belly button. If it ends, do, do, you... do you now? Yeah. Like. So, so she was bored like umbilically out of a, of a out of a uh, mother kelp. Is that how kelp reproduce? I don't know. Uh, but I wanted to ask: Does I mean th- there'll be some appeal from this? Is like what mermaids, right? Like, is it, I guess I guess that's have, the yeah. It's from it's from a mermaid. That's the appeal, right? Like it's, it's from a mermaid thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that was I'm guessing that was the inspiration. But at the same time. Anyway, I don't know. Do you think do you think this is like just bad enough to be good, or do you, is it so bad it's good, or is it so bad it's bad? I think this one is actually hilarious. Um, the shiitake okay. mushroom one is whatever. It's kind of boring to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's basic as fuck. This is basic as fuck, but in a fun way. So if I was to ra- like rate them, I'd give the shiitake mushroom one. Honestly, you know how you said I've lost my market. Really, I, I haven't lost my market. This one's so bad that I could improve upon it. And sell more mushrooms mm. in a competitive mascot market. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 10 for the shiitake mushroom. Just for the name, you know, the, the pun with pears. I, I don't understand why it has pears for ears. Maybe they're also selling pears. They're doing a two-for-one special. Um, who knows? Um, the other thing is, what else is there? The other one, uh, the combo one, I'll give it like a 6.5 or 7. It's, it's funny. Okay. It's so dumb, it's, it's good. Would you like to steal the idea for the for the mushroom? Um, no, I think I'll do something else. All right, all right. Uh, if that's all we have on mushrooms, I guess we can move on to our next and I guess final topic of the day. Oh, we've got one more. We've got one more. Oh, oh shit! The mystery fish, right, right. So, so this, but the mystery fish is actually an example of a good one. This, this is why, like, this one's actually good though. So I, I don't know how I feel about it. So basically, uh, a sports team, the Chiba Mariners, Latte Mariners, whatever, uh, Chiba Latte, Latte Mariners, the, um, yeah, sponsor. They basically had a, have a, a mascot that's a fish, but the person inside is wearing like a like a bodysuit that has a skeleton drawn on it, and the gimmick of the mascot is that. Uh, the fish it vomits out its own skeleton sometimes because I don't know it's that's that's Japanese humor I guess I mean I, I suppose that is very much Japanese humor it's a little bit uh, abstract I, I don't I don't I don't know what to call it no but yeah, this sure. is actually a good yeah this is actually a good idea this is this is like kind of, this is just weirdness but it's kind of weirdness in a cute way like this is actually well designed and well done like I have nothing to complain about this one for alright so what are you rating this one I think I can make a solid nine out of ten. A nine out of ten, really? Yeah. Well, the whole thing. I think you didn't explain that. It's also like evolving. Oh yeah, that, that was also the concept. Like, uh, it had it had multiple forms. It had five forms. I think the most popular one though was the one where it, the skeleton was being vomited out of the mouth. Like the later forms are a little less interesting. It is now retired, by the way. Like it went through its cycle. So, so I, I do have some respect for that. Like they were, they weren't like this is popular. We're gonna keep it around forever. It was actually like a one-time event that they ran for like a, like a couple of years, and then they were like, okay, you know what? Let's move on to the next thing. I, I respect that too. I'll give it a, a yeah. eight out of ten. This is like an actual artist retiring at the top of his game instead of milking it forever. This is the this is the reverse of like manga. This is the reverse of everything Japan does. What do you mean? You know, Wait, hang on, hang on. Hunter X Hunter or Hunter Hunter. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. He ended that on a high, aka I'm coming yeah. back, guys. Promise. And he also did the same thing with all his other manga. Like, yeah, I'm, guys, don't worry, I'm coming back. It's just a short break. Fucking lying dog. Yeah, this is proof that yeah, Japanese people can't actually plan a narrative, execute it, and not have to do like 1,500 sequels after it's already done. Proof of concept. You thought it was impossible, but it is. All right. Next one. All right. 
All right. Do you want? Do you want to do another topic, or do you want to want to hint? I'm, I'm kind of tired. I'm also hungover, by the way. All right, we're hungover. We'll we'll end on this then. It's, it's a good yeah, ending. All right, okay, that's, wax. That's, just wait. Quickly, let's, just... let's do a very very quick. I want to do the the smoking one. All right. Yeah. So it's like uh, a five minute smoking. All right. Apparently, the New York. Okay, so it's New Zealand. They're they're. Did they pass a law, or are they try to pass out a law? Whatever. Eventually, I think they pass. Yeah, it's a they're, they're gonna try. They're gonna try to pass a law that makes that makes it so that smoking is eventually banned forever in New Zealand. So the way it's gonna work out is, like, starting a certain year, anyone who was born, you know, before this year cannot. They can still smoke, but anyone who was born after a certain year can can never ever buy buy tobacco products. So they're trying to cater to people who are hopelessly addicted now. I guess it's like they're giving them a small mercy. Like yeah, I mean honestly, I don't I don't really understand that part of it. It it, it does seem like like why not just do a full pan? But like giving that seeding that to existing smokers seems like so weird, given like how did, how extreme this measure is. If you're going to be this extreme, you might as well just ban it from people from everyone. But whatever. I just want to note that it only seems extreme to wax because he says that um. Um, kids under at the age of twelve should be allowed to smoke. So that's why it seems extreme to act. I think the obvious example is that they've seen what prohibition does and how it doesn't work, even though it's been applied to a bunch of other things. Um, right. And they're like this New York okay. Times article. Is, it already says that like the, New Zealand already right now because of their current anti-smoking laws, which are already strict, they already have trouble with organized crime and and cigarette smuggling, like and, uh, tobacco product smuggling, I should say. Yeah. So they're they're already in trouble before this. So it's only going to get worse. So ads. So my suggestion is that if the Japan thing doesn't work out, you know, we can just we can move to we can I can move to Australia, help you set up like a you know like a, like a nice night boat thing where where we just you know t- under the cover allegedly. of nightfall. Alle- alleg- we, we make some, allegedly, we, we make some trips into into New Zealand, and you know, it, it could be business. Sydney's a harbor town. Uh, it is allegedly. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to say. Wait, that how, how how long how far is it from uh, from Sydney to uh, New Sydney Zealand by to, boat? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, by by plane it's like three four hours something like that. Okay, I'm gonna look it on the map. Tell me oh shit! This is oh shit! This is, this is far. Okay, okay. This, this is this isn't a day trip. <laughs> it's it's I'll, it's a few days, but yeah. I, I'm, I was gonna say it's a few days. I, I don't know if this is, well, let me think. How many how many miles is this? Wax doesn't understand how projections work. He doesn't realize that uh, Australia and New Zealand are literally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we, we're also like, you know, in the Pacific Ocean. No, I'm, t- I'm trying to think. Like, if, if okay, so it's two thousand kilometers. How how fast does a boat go? I don't know. Fucking, I, I don't. I don't fucking ride boats. Yeah, yeah. Are, are boats slower than cars? I think they are. are. They? Right? How fast is a boat? How fast is the boat? There are so many boats, though. Yeah, that's what true. kind of boat are we talking? Well, I mean, I mean, well, if, if we want to, like, you know, not not be seen by people, I, I imagine it's a smaller boat. A sailboat? Okay, no, sailboat. Is wing the boat from Australia to New Zealand? No, no, no. It's, Max, it's, you're not even thinking this through. We're going to get fucking caught on the first fucking trip. You're gonna sink on the first trip, is what you're gonna do. Why are we taking a oh, boat? Yeah. Why don't we do it like they did in the fucking um, I, in Narcos, where they just like... fly a plane over and they drop it? They did drop it. Yeah, I should also look up if the Tasman Sea has like whether it's known for harsh conditions. You, you guys oh. have typhoons, right? Uh, no, we don't. It's more north than where Sydney and New Zealand are. All right. So, in conclusion, wax doesn't quite <laughs> oh, wait, understand no. that the, the distance between oh. Australia and New Zealand is like halfway between the distance between America and Britain. Okay. All right. So, 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 so maybe we need a bigger boat just to fuel. Okay. Th- okay. Th- this could be a little harder than I thought. Man. We need uh, to find some. Yeah. F- yeah. All right. Regardless, terrible idea. Um, good. Uh, terrible idea from wax. Good idea by the government. Um, in New Zealand. I doubt it will work, but I respect it. New Zealand seems like a great place. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. If anybody was ever worried listening to this podcast about all of the potential criminal empires that we have discussed uh, for our future, just know now that after this discussion, we are collectively too stupid 
to ever start an actual criminal enterprise. No, we can start it. It's not going to be good. But we, we could definitely start it. Come on. We will We will lose money. We will also be drowning in the Tasman Sea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll die of our own stupidity long before we end up in jail. Yeah, I, I that's, agree that's with that. That's the thing. I, I get seasick on small boats. So that, that's I get kind of so problem. seasick. I, was, I've, I haven't been on a boat since I went whale watching, which is great, by the way, if I actually got to see a whale and I wasn't just stuffing my head into a fucking bag. Um, but it's just like, it was it's so bad. Um, yeah, I hate, I hate boats. I hate the water, actually. I really hate the water. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Hmm. Wait, water, who, three who out of ten. Who runs, who runs the gangs in, uh, in, in Sydney? In New South Wales, there's a lot of gangs. There's um, bikey gangs. Are there are a lot of Leban- there are, are there Lebanese of... gangs. Oh yeah, are there are a lot of Lebanese gangs. Was, there are Chinese say, gangs. Okay, like, I mean, I was going to say, do you have any connections? I'm sure I could find a connection. Uh, <laughs> okay. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, you know, if, if the Japan Japan thing doesn't work out, if they say, yeah, no, no, no foreigners until 2023, then you know. Yeah, I got, I got to get a job somewhere. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Song of the week, song of the week. Let's stop incriminating yourself. Allegedly, by the way. Uh, my song of the week is How I Feel Right Now, Sick, Nervous, and Broke by JPEG Mafia. Um, JPEG Mafia's new album LP came out a few months ago. was not nominated by the Grammys because the Grammys hate JPEG Mafia. Um, but it's a great album. And Sick, Nervous, and Broke is probably the best song on that album. It's a lot more melodic. Um, while also bringing back the edge, I think, of his earlier albums. So it's got the melody of his uh, his second album, or his third album, I don't know if it's third or second, um, All My Heroes Are Cornballs, but it brings back the edge of veterans. So if you wanted like a, a, a harsher combination of those two albums, um, then listen to the song. It's pretty good. The is, this well. the, is this the song that you think should have won uh, Rap Song of the Year? Grammy. There's no way this would win it. Um, if it was if it was an, a song from JPEG Mafia that could have won it, it would have been like um, Bolt no, or something. No, I'm asking you. Is this your favorite rap song of the year? Is it my favorite rap song of the year? No, I think um, I think Off the Grid is my favorite song of the year. If I, which okay. is funny, but Hurricane won it because well, Hurricane got nominated instead, um, because of reasons, because they had the weekend on it and it was more melodic. Um, but this is a pretty good song as well. I rate this song. Uh, all right, Keith. Uh, my song, following their performance alongside Imagine Dragons at the <laughs> Game Awards, oh, my life is uh, "Setting Sail, Coming Home," the end theme from Bastion by Darren Corb and Ashley Barrett, that reprises. Oh. Uh, Mother, I'm here. Zolf's theme and build that wall. Zia's theme. Hmm. Do, you, do you have a word to say about how uh, that performance at the Video Game Awards? It was a little bit. The, the way they introduced it was, "Hey, we're going to celebrate the music from Super Giant Games," and they play half half of a song from Bastion, and then they play all of uh, they play all of Enemy. That is not how it was introduced. It was introduced uh, because Imagine Dragons performed at the first uh, VGAs, and it was a performance as a celebration of the uh, the years of the VGAs. Uh, and they were supposed to be performing Supergiant songs. Uh, and then they did Build That Wall and then Enemy. And the then Jid came out, and it was uh, perfect. I don't know. I feel like they could have... What kind of time constraints do they have? Like This is one on TV, right? This is all streaming. Uh, I don't remember if the VGAs are on TV anymore. Yeah, I just feel like they could have at least done the full version of a full version of a setting sail coming home, or, or what did they sing there? I Build that wall. Build that wall. It's a shorter song. Did they did they actually sing the whole the entirety of it? It just felt uh, short. I don't know. I'm All sure right. they have like hey, a can... like a performance version. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my song is "Moon" is a loudspeaker by Muna, and I don't know. I, I just found it on YouTube this week, so there we go. I don't have what anything to say about it. Genre. Uh, basically, it was the next song that came up after my last my song last week. I listened to YouTube was like, "Hey, you like that song? Listen to this instead." So it's like I don't know. It, it's indie pop. That's all I listen to, man. It's, it's just uh, indie pop. It's, it's trash indie pop, but you should it's listen the, to it. 
Yo, indie pop's the worst genre to be a fan of because none of the people who are in it can actually perform live. It's just sad. Like whenever I look for like a live recording of anything anyone I like in indie pop, it's it, no, just but so that's the bad. point of it. Indie, indie, like live indie, supposed to be bad. It's, it's like adds to it. It's so bad. It's like why am I a fan of this trash genre? Oh well. What was me? All right. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we hope you enjoyed me ringing about Drake and the Grammys. Um, we hope you enjoyed Wax Wax's escapades on how we are going to create a tobacco empire and drown in the um, the Tasman Sea. And we hope you liked Keith's um, re- revelation that we are also terrible crime bosses. Um, if you'd like to hear more of these revelations, you can, or if you'd like to support them, you could go to www.coffee, that's ko-fi, dot com slash the jujus um where you can support us monetarily because we definitely need money to buy a bigger boat because whatever boat we were thinking wax was thinking of it's not big enough um otherwise just listen to us is fine and we thank you for listening and we hope to see you next week where we will discuss more stupid things and probably incriminate ourselves further thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next week